When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, you would think Emily would be down with pizza day, but she's uh, she's aggressively anti pizza day today. Well, she has which she's against national the pizza chicken. day is it? Yeah, which yep. national pizza day is it? Why, Come yep. on, guys. I mean, Gotta like decide. I've said many times, why can't we have both? A little chicken on National Pizza Day. What are all these commercials Big getting pizza. in the way? Like we're trying to make points, and then all of a sudden we have to stop. It felt it, okay. Tell me if this when we were done with our show yesterday. I yep. was done at one oh nine. You were done at one twelve. Yeah. Um, it felt like a Friday. You know, like when you're done with your work on Fridays yep. or whatever your last day of the week is, and it's just like, oh, okay, I got a little time to kind of relax, decompress. take a deep breath, decompress, mm-hmm. and enjoy whatever's coming next. I had that feeling, and I'm like, dude, it's Wednesday. It's it's not even like a day early. It's the middle of the week. I was, was I alone in that? Um, what it would have been better is if you just didn't show up today. You're just <laughs> like, ah, I, I did what I need to do. Uh, I, f- I felt a little bit of that. You know what I did yesterday? That never happens. Now, granted, this might just be because I don't think it was just because of the show going commercial free. You know, night before it was the Braun game, so we're extended post game show. You're there late, kind of come back in. Trav, I took a nap yesterday. Nice. I never take naps. No, that's not your deal. How long? Uh, an hour. Oh, that's like the far end of yeah. it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Any more, and that's almost like and too it, much. Here's the thing. I couldn't, there was nothing I could do about it. Like It I, just happened? Yeah, it was just, it was like, I'm going to go lay in bed for oh, a second. Oh, you got in bed? I got in bed. Did you, put, did you get under the covers? Um, Not under the, no. I got, I, I had a blanket, but it wasn't like the I, main, you know what I'm talking it's about. It's a good it's setup. Like a, yeah. But not under the, because you get in the covers, you're sleeping for four hours. It's over. Yeah, you have the it's, flu. It's over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but if you just get that little blanket and you took your shoes off, obviously. Yeah, no, shoes are yeah, off. Your shoes yeah. are off. Belt was off. Belt was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is a perfect little yeah. setup. You can do it on the bed. Risky because it's super comfortable. Mm-hmm. But if you just kind of get that little blanket on the couch and close your eyes, and you roll over. It's like, where did that 90 minutes go? What was going on? That's a what did. Were you groggy or were you energized when you woke up? Okay. This is weird too. Incredibly energized. Yes. Yeah. It's like, what the hell just happened here? Yep. People should do this more often. Well, a lot of people do. <laughs> like, there are entire I don't know if they cultures. do it at 430. Well, well, I mean, whenever it happens, it happens. That little break in the middle of the day is not a yeah. not a bad way to do it. It is uh, NBA trade deadline. It is officially passed. It was five minutes ago. By the way, I woke up and Lakers trade went down. I'm like, right now? Can I have a, can I have a second <laughs> here? That's why you were energized. Yeah. You woke up be. and you got saw Laker trade. That, that could be You it. probably sprung right out of your bed. Um We'll come back to the trade deadline in a second. One of the guys that moved yesterday from the Lakers, and it's been talked about, what, two weeks after he showed up, was Russell Mm -hmm. Westbrook. He's finally gone. He was traded to Utah as part of the deal that brought D'Angelo Russell and others to the Lakers. Um, It's widely presumed that Utah will buy him out, that they will basically just say, thank you for your non-service you don't have to come here. You're now able to sign with whatever team you want on the buyout market. Is he because here's the crazy thing? It feels to me, Al, like there's a universe that exists where Russell Westbrook played his final NBA game on Tuesday night. I don't think that's going to happen. I think somebody will give him a chance, you know, on a team friendly deal. But 
if he wants to get paid anything remotely like he's getting paid right now, or even half of that, or even maybe even a third of that, mm-hmm. teams are saying, no, nah, I don't need that. And he's a really – you don't want him on a young team. You don't want him on a good team. So that you're, – you're, we're just kind of in the middle of our plan. It doesn't matter if we win a few games or don't. There's a very – unique set of circumstances that would use a Russell Westbrook and not a lot of teams are either not trying to get young and tank or competing right now and he doesn't fit in either one of those groups you know it it makes me think of the team his last stop Washington was probably a a good that was like a good you're you're gonna be around 500 you're not good enough to a little below you're you're not just a little you're not good enough to tank yeah you're also you want to making the playing tournament you're that's important to your franchise, right? Yay. Like things like that, right? So I, I think this, I think that there's been too much chatter when he got traded yesterday that he's going to end up with a Clippers or a Bulls or not a, with the other moves they've made today so far. He's not going to Clippers. So what it's a buyout market. You might be right. They, but I'm with just, Eric Gordon coming in, it does not feel like you're getting Eric Gordon and Russell Westbrook. You might be right. I'm just saying in general, there's enough chatter around there that there's a few teams that would entertain Russ. I think he'll get bought out and go somewhere this year. I think your question that you're presenting has more to do with is somebody when there's no contract available, when the $47 million is gone and it's expired, um, is somebody saying next season, do you want to sign Russ to a two-year, $12 million uh, contract? I'll, I'll go. Give me a, a, a one-year, $5 million. Who, who needs what he does? Like, t- t- Tell me a team who needs what he does. Washington is interesting, mm-hmm. but... He, and that's not even... I'm just using them no, as an I, example. I, but he dominates the ball. Mm-hmm. He doesn't shoot well. He's not a great teammate. He's mm-hmm. not one of those guys that seems to be wildly popular in the locker room with his teammates. Yeah. It's it's a weird fit. And he's not gonna just come in and say, Oh, I'll just I just want to be one of the guys. That's not that's not his mentality. Mm-hmm. He's Russell Westbrook. So like the 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 potential landing spots for him are very limited. I believe he will find one, but it's odd that we went from he's the guy that's going to help the Lakers go over the top to he might be done in the span of a year and change. So in his time with the Lakers, the I think before he got traded to the Lakers, I think there were definitely teams. You're still looking at his contract. Remember, he signed that, was it a five-year deal with the Thunder? He played with the Thunder, the Rockets, the Wizards, the Lakers, and the Utah Jazz. In his contract, this will be the fifth team that the Utah Jazz Within that contract, within that five years, right? And I actually can't remember off the top of my head. I don't know if it was five or four. I think it was five because I think it gave him the max extension. So today, the way it looks, if I'm a GM or I'm running, you know, even if I'm trying to do it from a marketing perspective, he doesn't have that clout anymore. Mm-hmm. There is no oh, – because no. in the past, you could say oh, no. you could say Russ and Washington, we're going to sell some tickets, put him with Bradley Beal. We're not going to win much, but, yeah, yeah just – you can you can make a case. A I don't think he's a draw I don't think anymore. he's a draw. Yeah. So even if I told you, all right, the Orlando Magic or the, this team would take him, yeah, but for what? You got a young crew Orlando, that you're trying to develop. Just, just go just – You go. want him taking one single touch away from Paulo Banchero or any of the other good young players they have there? Mm-hmm. No. No, let Paulo figure it out. Let him do his thing. Let him become a good player or not. He doesn't weird. need Russell Westbrook in his way. Yeah, it's weird. I, I, I don't. I, I can't tell you next season if this there's season, a spot for him. This season, I get. I think he's more likely to play than not. But if we, if two weeks from now, you and I are like, man, Russell Westbrook still hasn't signed with a team. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. It, neither would I. Yeah. And, and and that's kind of where we are. Let's talk a little bit about what's happened on the trade deadline. 
obviously the winner of the last couple of let's call it the last week because that's when Kyrie got moved to. Yeah, it's Phoenix and Dallas is a second place finisher there, and then there's a big drop off after that. I, I like Jay Crowder to the Bucks, but those two and KD won with a bullet. All of a sudden, the Suns feel like they're the team to beat in the Western Conference. So let me just, I, I guess, explaining the actual moves. Anytime you got a trade deadline, here's the question. Do you have a pretty good team, and do you have a player that's one of the best in the NBA that changed locations? The Phoenix Suns, they got a pretty good team. 30-26. and 26. All right, and, and even the record last season, they had the best record I'm in the you. NBA. I'm with Season you. before that, they made it to the NBA Finals, won the first two, lost four in a row to the Milwaukee Bucks. He's got Kevin Durant. <laughs> they just yeah. got KD. And they got Kevin Durant. I don't know if people... They already had one of the best players in the league in Devin Booker, and okay. now they've got another one of the best players and, in the league. And I don't think if people understand... KD's 35. I get it. 35 years old is not 31. They got KD for the next couple of years. So it's not like... I'm not saying there isn't pressure to win right now, but I'm saying that KD is going to be there for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul, as your probably third, maybe even maybe your fourth, fourth best maybe player, fourth, yeah. and all Chris Paul's got to do is, okay, you want me to throw it to KD, you want me to throw it to Ain, or you want me to throw it to Devin Booker? That is, I get they gave up four first-rounders, some role players, this, that. This is how you win a chip, is when the West is it's winnable, and you went Less out and got one yesterday. of the best pieces in the entire NBA. Oh, they got look. Kevin Durant is one of the best players in the league. He gets hurt a little more than he used to, and he's kind of a peculiar guy. Occasionally, he seems to react to things that most people don't. But whatever. Um, he's Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. That's the best team in the Western Conference by a, a, a not, decent amount. I can't argue that <laughs> by by a decent amount, mm-hmm. and it allows KD to be the man because he's the best player among those four guys. Booker's close. Booker's really, really good. Booker, the second best player on the team, is a really nice team. There you go. That's a really nice team. Devin Booker is the second best guy on your team, you got a really... And by the way, DeAndre Ayton is an all-star. Chris Mm -hmm. Paul's a Hall of Famer. He's not the best point guard in the league. He's not what he was even three or four years ago. Sure. Pretty good guy to have on the floor at the end of a game. Playoffs, you get rest, you get this, you get cheap that. Cheap shot that's, the opposition. That's You get opportunities to cheap <laughs> shot because everybody's looking at KD and Book. Oh, he doesn't care if you're looking or not. He's just going to do it. Yeah, this but is, now refs will see it less. <laughs> this is what he does. Uh, it puts them in a great spot. Where are the Lakers after doing what they've done? That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee plus our NFL picks. Last one, Slee. I'm gonna. I gotta beat you by two or three. I got it down by two. Need to beat you by three. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save. That's the number eight S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The final time that we are going to do our NFL picks against the spread for the 2022 NFL season. It is Super Bowl week. Here's where we're coming into it, Al. Uh, you have the lead with 40 points through the first three rounds of the playoffs. I am on your heels with 38. Taylor is in third place with 24, and Emily needs a really big week and hope that we all face plant. Uh, she has 20 along the way. have a great week. You need to have basic, you need all 21 of these points, and Al can't get more than two. That's what, it. <laughs> that's what needs to happen for you to to get in there. Um, Taylor, you're batting lead off here. You ready? I think so. All right. Our first one is just the game. Philadelphia is your NFC champ. Obviously, KC is your AFC champ. Philadelphia is a one and a half point favorite. Taylor, who do you got? So you said the Madden game had the Eagles winning, right? By fourteen. I'm picking the Eagles. Oh yeah, that's right. By fourteen. Yeah. You, where are you putting them? I'm going to put that at my five. All right, Philadelphia at five. It brings me to me um, next. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take Kansas City. I'm just going to go with the old rule. Team with the best quarterback tends to win this game. I think Patrick Mahomes is better than Jalen Hurts. I'll take the point and a half and, and see what happens. It, it might be a close game. Um, I don't love my pick, so I'm going to put it right kind of in the middle. Uh, Kansas City at three. Slee. This could be it right here. Just this first one. I'm going to go Eagles with my four. Eagles with your four. It's a seven-point swing right there, depending this could, on, this on could be it. what happens along the way. M. All right. I got a lot of Philly friends. I got a lot. I, I was in Philly uh, right after they won the Super Bowl before. So I, I have a soft spot for the Eagles in my heart. So I have Eagles at my four. Eagles at your four. Okay. I'm just saying that if – She's now can't, mathematically eliminated. If, if Kansas, it's okay. If Kansas City wins – I just jumped out on a little bit of a lead for you guys because you're all three on Philadelphia. Right. I can pick up some points right yeah. here. Uh, I'm batting lead off on number two, the over-under. Over-under is 51. Seems like a lot. It's not a ton, though. Um, 51, Slee. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm going to take the under, and I'm going to put it at number two. Over-under... Um, under at number two, sleep. Literally what I have written down, under is my two. And under is the two. Under okay, is so the you two. go over, under, uh, here at your two, and Taylor. Under? Hey, you oh, skipped no. me. Oh, did I, did I get the order wrong? You're right. I did. I got the order wrong. <laughs> okay, Taylor. Okay, no. I have under? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna... <laughs> Taylor, be quiet. Emily, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to explain mine. So the last time, obviously this is a very different team uh, that's playing in this, in this, uh, in this game, but the the Eagles, last time they were Super Bowl, it was a 41 to 33 beat over the Patriots. Mm-hmm. The Eagles have been scoring points, points, points every time they get on the field. I know it's different in the Super Bowl. You have all this time to plan. I think there it's going to be a shootout. So over at my one, though. Over <laughs> really, what you should have said is, over, I'm over. funner than you guys. I am funner than you guys. Over. To the tune of 20 <laughs> points, you're more fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, now, now it is your turn. I'm going to go with under at my three. Under at three. Taylor goes over, under, under at three. Uh, Emily, you are batting first. Wait, this can't be right. I think I go. You did no, the, hold you on. Did, I, I'm doing my said, grid wrong here. I, I just wrote Emily's over, under, under Taylor. I need to scratch that off. Now we're good. Um, so this is our third one, so it's you. Okay, so yeah. I'll go. This is the heads or tails. Heads or tails. Why is this one scaring me the most? I'm like, this one out of all of them? 
Uh, I'm going one with my tails. It's a literal coin flip. (laughs) One tails. One. Al goes tails at number one. Um, Emily. All right. Tails never fails. Tails at two. Tails at two. Okay. Uh, Taylor. Heads at six. Okay. Oh, my man. I like that. Emily's tails at two. This guy is more confident with, uh, with heads there. Tails never fails. Heads. At six. Okay. It's the best bet. It's even odds, right? It's just you have no idea. Mm. It's, I mean, you could be shot in the leg right out of the gate, but basically, we're going to know who has a commanding lead (laughs) before a place takes Before anything even starts. All right. Next one is over under on Travis Kelsey touchdowns. One and a half. Okay. It's combined Uh, touchdowns, either rushing or receiving. Touchdowns. One and a half touchdowns for Travis Kelsey, Taylor over under. Doing the under here at my one. Kelsey under one. Okay. Uh, This goes to me. I'm going Kelsey also under at my five. I do not think he gets two touchdowns. That's that's two touchdowns in the Super Bowl is a lot. Yeah, that that, that is, is a lot. MVP potential. It, it is. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. Um, Al, you're next. Um, definitely under. What am I putting this as? You got that one after that. I'm going to keep it as is. I'm going under with my three. Kelsey, under at three. M. All right, so I'll be the opposite of everybody else uh, as of right now. because So here's what I think is going to happen if the Chiefs want any chance in this game. Kelsey scores in the first quarter, and Kelsey scores in the game-winning drive. That's what I think would happen, obviously, if they if they end up winning. Or a drive at the end of the game. That's what I think is going to happen. So I have it at over at my three, and this isn't one of our props, but if I was going to bet on someone to win the MVP that isn't Patrick Mahomes, it's definitely going to be Kelsey. It's a good pick. It's almost always the quarterback, but not always the quarterback. We saw Cooper Cup last year. And Julian Edelman in 2018. Not that long ago. Um, All right, so we are down to our very last – no, we got two to go. Two left. Yep. Hassan Reddick, mm-hmm. the lights-out defensive player for the Philadelphia Eagles, one and a half sacks over under. Um, this one goes to – I'm going first here. I'm going to take Hassan – first. Is it your turn? Yeah. I haven't gone first. Oh, no. then you go first right now. <laughs> right now, Travis, <laughs> you know he had to do the grid late. You, that's exactly yeah. what happened. So he's all, I did all the, over the place I did right the now. great late, and yeah. now I'm chasing You showed it. up to class, just and it. they just gave like a quiz, and you're like, huh, what happened? I didn't even read the book the night before. <laughs> it's what do you okay, got? Travis. Um, so I have it at over at my five, and then my my bet for if someone isn't going to win is Jalen Hurts, it's going to be Hassan Reddick. Reddick. He's going to wreck stuff over. on Mahomes. Allen. Taylor, right? Taylor. Taylor, go ahead. Okay. I give up. <laughs> we got you. Got your back. Team effort. All right, let's do this. Under for Reddick at my four. Reddick under four. Is it my turn or is it yours? <laughs> your turn. <laughs> What's going to be great is whatever you put down – we're all going to be arguing of what we actually I, pick. I no, have it I, too. So I have not good. gotten the actual grid wrong. Yeah. I am a little on tilt right now, but Reddick under at one. Allen Reddick under at five. Reddick under that. Did anybody take the over? I did to start. Yeah, she did. Let's see. Would you listen? Sure. I Probably have it written not. down. I just well, look, also I got I, he's not you, listening because I'm not going to make any impact on the outcome. That might have something to do with it too. I'm just saying that you know we got to make sure that we're paying attention to the things that matter. Last one. Very specific. Mm-hmm. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts rushing touchdowns. Yep, rushing touchdowns at point five. Is he going to get one or not? Uh, who goes first? Me. You go. <laughs> I only got one left. Jalen Hurts 
Um, I'm going over on this one. Ooh. Six. Hurts over at six. Emily. Oh, well, I'm copying Allen's. I don't know how you feel about that. So I have it at over at six. I, I anticipate this also being uh, the first touchdown. I think it's going to be a uh, rushing touchdown, the first touchdown for the Eagles. All right. Hurts um, on the over-under for you, Taylor, at two. I have over, over. at two. Hurts over at two. And I only have my four last, uh, left. I'm going to go um, under. Hurts under at two. This could so easily – I mean, we have a lot of different picks. And Taylor's kind of warming up there as if he's coming back too. So everybody's feeling good about themselves. He's 16 points behind you. Yeah. That's a big – there's only 21 available. That's a lot. Here I come. That's a lot. Also, guys, what do you guys think? So if it's not a quarterback for each team, who do you guys think is going to get the MVP? Okay. It will be Kelsey if it's not one of the quarterbacks. And beyond – I I don't know if there's a good bet beyond those three people. Kelsey for me. Yeah. yeah, Kelsey's the yeah. He's he's a dude that can impact that game. Jason Kelsey? I'm just kidding. Like no, no, no. <laughs> but is there anybody on Philadelphia that you could say if it's not Hurts that you Devon would love? Smith. If Devon he go, if he Smith goes and bad. he gets like four to uh, three touchdowns, has a crazy on the game winning drive, I think that maybe. But you know, if it's if it's a Von Miller type champion uh, Super mm. Bowl where it's Hassan Reddick wrecking things up, could be a chance. But who knows? All right, uh, another trade that just came in, and they just flipped it on me here, so I'm going by memory. The Pacers got Serge Ibaka okay. and some two other guys uh, in a deal with Toronto. Um, Ananobi's name was not among them. Did he not move, or at least we have not seen? Uh, I haven't seen anything that he moved. Ananobi move yet, because he was one of the guys, Slee, that a lot of people thought could be on the move. And a big name. And a big name. Yeah. Like he, he was he was both of those things. Not just somebody that you know, a very good player who was likely to move and at least so far and we're twenty six minutes past the deadline, we haven't heard about Ananobi. I think um Woj put it out yesterday because K D went to the Suns that he thought more Western Conference teams would be more aggressive to go get Ananobi to try to compete with what they did. The Suns made the biggest move. The Mavericks have made a really interesting potentially yeah. awesome definitely combustible at some point move and then it feels like everybody else has made mm-hmm. some you know they, they've changed the flowers around the house the suns and the mavericks build a new house mm. that, that's kind of what we're looking at here and the suns just feel like the not just the favorites for me out the prohibitive favorites mm. I, I would be very surprised if Phoenix does not win the Western Conference with the team that they have on, at least on paper right now, I think odds right now is Celtics, Suns in the NBA Finals. Yeah, that's what. Uh, Who that's do you what have they in got the West? Do. You got to pick one right now. Um, I I don't I don't go against that. It's KD, it's Devin Booker, it's Chris Paul. I mean, that, that's that, that's where I would go, and I I think there's enough. Listen. Denver's a, a it's a nice team, but you also need to see a squad with you. that gets to the finals that proves that they can get there. Phoenix got to the finals without Kevin Durant. Phoenix had the best record in the NBA last year. I wasn't sold on them going back to the NBA finals, but today where they're sitting, you add KD, that's going to add something that is just a completely different element to the Phoenix Suns. Laker fans, uh, Lakers have made three deals. What do you make of those? 877-710-ESPN. We can do it. And so I want to come back and I want to do kind of what we did it's either yesterday or the day before where, yeah. you know, would you be surprised if Team Blank ended up as your conference champion? And we had eight or nine that were like, no, not really. It feels like it's changed a great deal in the last 24 hours. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Trade deadline is in the books. Kevin Durant is a son. Kyrie Irving is a Dallas Maverick. And I think, what did you say, Slee? Half the league moved to a different team. 337 guys is what we counted. Lakers made three deals. D'Angelo Russell is here. Russell Westbrook is out. D'Angelo Russell will be joined by Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. Yep. Um, Patrick Beverly is on his way to Orlando. Mo Mm -hmm. Bamba is coming back. And Thomas Bryant is on his way to the Nuggets. Um, Devon Reed and three second-rounders coming back to the Lakers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for Devon Reed and some picks. And... Here we are, and it feels a lot like where we were. Different players, slightly better, but still in a yeah, a million things are going to have to break your way for this to get interesting. So I'm, I am, I, I don't want to say excited because it's tough to be excited until you actually see yeah. what the product is, right? Intrigued. I, I guess there's there's some optimism towards where the Lakers were 24 hours ago and where they're sitting today. Now, if you're comparing them to the uh, elite elite of the Western Conference. It's not much of a conversation that we can have because it's not it's it, there isn't substance to it, okay? So I can't sit here and tell you this trade that the Lakers just made. I could tell you confidently I think it's better Russell Westbrook is off the team. Agreed. I think there's players that fit better to LeBron James and Anthony Davis that these are the types of players that they need. A Agreed. little bit of uh spacing, some three-point shooting. Yep. Um, we'll see on the Mobamba. I think they got rid of a couple other guards like Patrick Beverly. I I Whatever. was fine yeah. saying this yesterday. I'm not losing sleep if Pat Bev yeah. is not on the team. Yeah. But if the conversation is, hey, watch out for the Lakers, that's that's you can't you can't yeah. have that conversation. I, I think that's it. It that I don't like of all the the three deals that they made, I don't hate any of them. Right, I don't. I don't think any of those deals are like. What are you guys doing? It's mm-hmm. not one of those. Wait, you paid what for who? It's not that at all. But it's also when you, the dust settles. It's are you better? Yeah, but are you better? And it's like I don't think so. I think once the Kyrie deal was yeah. done, I think there was no scenario that was going to play that. And I, I, I will say this: we talked a little bit about it. There are advantages of what they did for next year. I'm there with are, you on that 100%. There are advantages to this upcoming offseason. By the way, the Lakers made their move uh, 5-5-30 last night, or yep. yesterday. Yep. The Suns made their move 9-30, 10 o'clock. So the Lakers probably thought, hey, the West is wide open. Do you think open. they do it if they, it's in the opposite order? If I'll tell you the, why. The I'll tell you why. the Suns made their move yesterday at noon. Yeah. I'll tell you why they would. I think they would for two reasons. Number one, they wanted Russ out of there. Mm-hmm. Number two, they got some contracts that I think they could use in this offseason. So that's why I think they do it. That this one is, this one is, um, it, it doesn't, 
the Suns move I don't think would have affected the Lakers. I think they needed to do this anyways. But what the Suns move did was, hey, the West is wide open. That shut up that conversation. The West is not wide open. It's not. And as a yesterday, did we do this yesterday, Taylor, or was it the day before we were talking about just teams that would surprise us to end up in the Western Conference or the Western Conference champion? I think a couple yeah. days ago. A couple days ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because we were talking, the reason I, I, I asked Kings. you was That's right. Would you be surprised if the and, and I would be even two days ago, yeah, the Kings aren't the conference champions. They might win a series. They might even get really wild and mess around and win two, but I'd be shocked if they did that. But you wouldn't be shocked about the Clippers, the Suns, the Nuggets, the Mavericks, these other teams that were kind of in there. It feels now that if it's anybody other than Denver, Phoenix, and maybe Dallas, that I would be those the other five or eight teams that are in the mix beyond those top three, I, I think you can almost take a sharpie and cross them off a list right you, now. Do you cross the Warriors out? Yeah, I think I do. I, I think I, I don't think the Warriors can beat that Phoenix team four times in seven games. Let's but, not crown Phoenix yet, though. Remember a few years ago when James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and KD was supposed to be an automatic championship? Kyrie Irving, never, ever count on him. Mm-hmm. And James Harden... God only knows what you're going to get from him. You're going sure. to get motivated, thin, in shape, James Harden. Or are you going to get? I don't like you guys, and I'm going to eat my way off this team, James Harden. So I'm I'm going to answer your question real quick. You on the Warriors thing. You said I don't see the Warriors beating the Suns in a seven game set, but I don't think you'd be surprised if the Warriors beat the Nuggets in a seven game no, set wouldn't. if everybody's healthy. Yeah. Right. And if and by the way, it just seems like it's not going to be the Warriors' year because of that. Steph's health it's, too. But it, it's like. They take one step forward, they take two steps back. Sometimes that happens. They just want a chance. They're coming off a championship, and they have, what, four in their tenure together. Um, so if you said the top three teams in the Western Conference are Denver, Dallas, and Phoenix, yet you think the Golden State Warriors can beat a, a Denver team, then I, I still kind of have the Warriors in that conversation. By the way, the Clippers, I don't know what to tell you about the Clippers. Every time they win two games, three games in a row, I'm like, yeah, look, here comes the Clippers. And then they just, I, I, I don't know how to, I can't understand the Los Angeles Clippers. So uh, maybe they're a team that just is nowhere even in the mix in this. I'm going to do my deal. Yep. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go by what you've shown me in the past. And by the Clipper past, I mean literally decades of results. And I know that the Steve Ballmer Clippers are very different than the Donald Sterling Clippers. They're for a million different reasons and they're better. But stuff never really seems to break their way. And, and and I don't know if they're better today than they were yesterday. They're a little slightly different, yeah. but I don't know if they're a lot better. So what I, what I would not do is I would not try to connect the Clippers to 40 years of history. I would just connect the Clippers with Kawhi and PG together, right? Just those two together so far, has it been underwhelming? Of course it has. They didn't make it. They're 3-1 lead against the Nuggets. They don't play the Lakers because they lose. Um, I know Kawhi's had injuries since then. It, it and then the Mavericks thing is weird too because Kyrie looked terrific last night, but he also did the thing that is so Kyrie like since his arrival with the the Mavs, he's done the oh I'm misunderstood and I was disrespected and nobody gets me thing which is just not true, and then last night he's oh I'm just glad KD was able to get out of there, dude. You, this was nobody's fault other than you guys. You guys created this environment that was terrible. You're you're responsible for oh, it. Well, Kyrie disagrees with you. <laughs> well, he seems to always be the it's never him. It's always somebody else that put this thing together that it was a disaster and maybe one of the great NBA disasters of all time. 
We'll I, see what I, the I, Nets I, put I together. Still, but. I still like the risk for Dallas. I still oh, like too. that risk. Take you know, kind of roll the dice and see what happens from there. They by the way, they the couldn't enjoy. They beat the Clippers yesterday without Luca. They couldn't enjoy their their win for seven minutes, and then KD's coming to Arizona. It's fascinating. Lakers have their hands full tonight. Is going to be. A, a tall order because you got the very hot bucks coming in and you're going to play with half a roster basically right that the guys that they've acquired they're not going to be here tonight they, right. it just happened in the last few hours you got braun you got anthony davis Rui, you got walker lonnie reeves. walker dennis schroeder austin reeves troy brown jr and then you start using max christie and some of these other okay, guys so they're gonna have their nine, hands full. nine guys they're yeah. gonna have their hands full yeah. not impossible but unlikely who did i miss here's missed. what's coming up after that mm-hmm. warriors blazers pelicans warriors again mavericks grizzlies okc who just beat you t wolves who knows warriors again that's a third time grizzlies raptors knicks pelicans those are pretty those are very good to pretty good teams yeah. almost right on down the line and you need to start winning tonight so i'm gonna give you some good news and bad news what you just said okay the good news is a lot of those teams that the lakers are going to play they could gain ground on in the western conference the bad news is a lot of those teams that the lakers are going to play they could lose ground on in the western conference they uh their last two games are a perfect example they had the Pelicans lost 10 games in a row. It's like, okay, hey, you're catching them at the right time. Zion is out. Nope, they lost that game. <laughs> they had the Thunder on LeBron's, you know, obviously LeBron's night. Hey, it's the Thunder. You know, the team will be ready. This, that, distraction, whatever you want to call it, 133 points they gave up. So they, they actually have fallen further behind than those teams were in front of them, and we'll see what happens. What's the timeline? Like, when, with, with all the moves that the Lakers make, to yeah. get Mo Bamba in, to get D'Angelo Russell in, to get Beasley and Vanderbilt in, yep. um, and, and kind of integrate them into whatever it is that they're doing offensively and defensively. When can you say, okay, guys, the, you obviously need to make it happen as fast as possible, mm-hmm. but when can you realistically expect them to look like they're going to look? Or is it just going to be a work in progress right up until you either get in or you don't, and you hope that you just get a little bit better every night? Because there is no... Oh, we got time to figure this out. They're not the Suns who have some time to figure this out. They're in 13th place with 27 games to go. You know, when we start the season, a lot of people say, hey, it takes about 25, a quarter of the season to kind of know what you have. It takes about 20 games to know what you have. Okay, by the time the All-Star break gets here, they got 23 games left. So to answer your question, it has to start right now it has to start tonight it has to start this this just kind of the reality of their situation if there's six seven games over 500 you could say okay we just got to get in where we actually are is not important be one of the top six mm-hmm. some teams that's a strategy right like i don't think the warriors and certain teams are worried about home court advantage the lakers have to win they got to be seven eight nine games over 500 to end the season out yeah. three or four games over 500 it, it, so to it. answer your question I, if it takes 20 games, usually when the season starts to kind of know what you're at, you're going to have to juice that up to 10 games I, or something along that. I was just going to say the same thing. So like, that, let's say that they have to accelerate the process as fast as humanly possible. You cut it in half. It's 10 games. It's going to take you 10 games to figure out where you like the ball, how this works. How, uh, Rotations, closing all lineups. Of it, all of it. It's 10 games. Let's say through those 10 games, they play 500 basketball. I was going to say five and five. Okay. Now you got 17 games left and you're five games under 500. I know. 
17 games left and you're five games under 500 if it takes you 10 games to figure out what you are. Mm-hmm. Now with those 17 games, what do you got? You got to go 12 and 5? That you puts go you 12 two, and 5. That puts you two games over 500 for the season. Yeah. That's and tw- I, and by the way, 12 and 5 is really good. 12 and 5 is really good. 12 especially and f- at the end of the year where everyone is jockeying and everything. 12 and 5 is really good and you are just getting to know each other. Here's the hope. Here's the hope, Trav, is that they brought some players in that just naturally there's a, okay, hey, I know my spacing. I know Bron's going to get me the ball at the right time. Anthony Davis, if Mamba's helping, if Mo Bamba is helping on the defensive side. But you're going to need, obviously, a lot of things to go your way. And what the Lakers, I think, are hoping for right now is you make the playing tournament and now you give yourself some type of shot to see if the, some of your main players can make some noise. Let's try one more phone call. Corona, Andy. Andy, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey, guys. Hey, Andy. How's it going? I'm fine, Andy. How are you? I'm doing good. So um, let me just get this right. You trade away a Hall of Famer for whatever reason. You pick up a bunch of journeymen. It takes 20 games to get a gel. And that's the way you roll the dice for the end of the season? Andy, let me throw it your way. What what do you think was what was the other outcome? Would you have wanted to wait till the season ended and just let the the Russ contract expire? G- give me some give me what your outlook was cuz I don't think there was another big time player coming in. Well, you're two back. You guys always talk about, "Hey, we're only two back." You know, we're, we're two back out of the eighth floor. We're two back out of the final. You're only two back. Okay? And and you've got three Hall of Famers on the team. So, yeah, I would have just let his contract expire, taking it all the way to the end, even get into the play play-in game. If you can't, you weren't thinking you were going to get in anyway, and then he walks away and you've got that money to go get whoever you want or whoever becomes available. Okay, I, I want to jump in here, Andy. We're up against a little bit. Number one, the, the crop of guys available at the end of this year are not great. It's actually it, more it, important for them yeah, to do what they did it, because of that. Yeah, it's not a great crop of guys to say, hey, listen, let's clear the decks and go get this guy. There mm-hmm. really is no this guy that you're dying to get your hands on. So that's part of it. I, I, I'm a bit of two minds on this. The just play it out and hope that you get in. I think the writing was on the wall that that wasn't going to happen. They, they, they've they've been playing enough games with these guys that them finding a way out of 13th and into the top 10 was just as likely to not happen as it was to happen, right? And, absolutely. And, and so absolutely. if your goal is to, hey, we at least have to just get in and see what happens, then you needed to do what they did yesterday and today. You need you needed to juice it a little bit. Did you juice it like Kyrie? No. Is there another move out there that would have been equivalent to that? No. No. But if you if your goal is we have to be in that top ten, I think you accomplished that with these moves yesterday. I think they get in now. I don't I don't think this is a hey, they're gonna be right where they are. They're better. I just don't think they're a lot better. Are they a top ten team? Yeah. I'd be really surprised if they don't get in the top ten right now. Do I think that they get out of the play in? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Do I think that they win a series? Probably not. But I do think that they're in that top ten. If that was the goal, yeah. mission accomplished. So just to just to kind of give some context there, if they were in ten right now, which they're not, they'd have Warriors in the first playing game and it would be up in Golden State. Mm-hmm. If you lose that game, you're out. You're out. Yeah, it's over. If you win that game, 
then um, you know you take on either a Pelicans team with Zion or Minnesota with Carl Anthony Towns back. It's not going to be an easy putt. The Lakers to win two games on the road. It's it's not like I have a if I have all this examples of hey look at all the teams the Lakers have beat on the road against playoff teams. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. All right, so a lot of basketball, obviously, today with the trade deadline going down. Here's a little baseball note for you uh, in the dump. Um, Slee's working his way back. He's he's making up for lost time from yesterday. Trav, I don't think you went to the bathroom <laughs> once today. No, I haven't left. The, I don't think I've left the room yeah. today. Wow, I, look, it's it's new me, right? I post. I'm a social media influencer, and I just can. I'm a, I'm somebody that can just sit in here all day long without taking a break. That's just wow. how I roll. Um, the Padres announced that they have extended. You Darvish's deal, six years, $108 million. The contract will run through 2028. You Darvish will be 42 in the wow. final year of that deal. It's an $18 million AAV, average annual value, which is not astronomical considering what you see with Verlander and Scherzer and those sorts of guys are getting um, DeGrom and whatnot. Yeah. Um, you're the Padre guy. What do you mm-hmm. think of the deal? I, I like it. I will say this, 42 years old, you know – Everything's coming down that AAV, mm-hmm. right? So Xander Bogart's got $281 million, and the reason why they were okay with it, I mean, there's plenty of reasons. The idea is, well, his AAV is X amount of dollars per year. That worries me a little bit. Now, I think if you're the Padres, you're all in right now. Lock him up. You locked up Musgrove. Snell, I think, is a free agent after this year. Okay. Um, I think you can let him walk away, by the way. Blake Snell? Yeah. He's not the most dependable. Yeah. Yeah, look, you got him this year, right? So yeah. see what happens this season, and you're kind of juicing everything up to try to you know, win the first World Series that you've never won before. Yep. Taking the taking the risk, the chance there. Two things here. No one they got to pay Machado at the end of this year. Yeah, that that's the other one that no one's really talking about. Manny Machado has a player option at the end of this year. I read this this morning. SD, they're talking about it. Y- that's, yeah, that's- Manny Machado has finished top three in the MVP voting twice in the last three years. He's really good. Okay, he, I know that he's Dodger fans hate his guts. I I, I get that, and I understand why because yeah. he wasn't going to be Johnny Hustle or whatever he said, which is honestly pretty funny to me. But he's really good. He's important. He's the leader of that Padre team. I was just going to no tell question you, about I, it. I, I get how Dodger fans view yeah. him, and they should. That that is how Padre fans. He's been to San Diego. He's been a very critical piece to that it's that piece, that clubhouse. And, and kind of, you know, believe it or not, one of the leaders yes. outside of just what happens on the field. You have to pay him. He, from what I've heard, is he's going to look for another five years 150 on top of his five years 150 left. Remember, he signed 10 years 300. He's going to yep. be five years in. Five and 150 is what it's going to take to bring him back. Here's why I like the Darvish deal. It, it's $18 million a year is not prohibitive that you can you can absorb that and if you need to move him you probably can because it's not that much yeah the most important thing i think about that is you darvish's 
pitching style is going to age very well. Mm. He he's he's not somebody that is entirely reliant on reaching back and throwing ninety eight sure. miles an hour. Sure. Dude throws like fourteen different pitches. Yeah. And he knows how to pitch. He knows how to – we saw him the night we went to the Dodger-Padre game. He didn't pitch well, but he kept them in that game. Like, that. That's that. those are the guys. And Kershaw is a Hall of Famer for a million different reasons. But the reason for me that he's just more than a great pitcher, he can pitch bad and find a way to win a game. Mm. Only great pitchers can do – Darvish can do that. Darvish can pitch – less than his best or borderline bad and give you five innings and give up two runs yeah. and we yeah. got a chance he yeah he, but he walked three guys and gave up six hits how, how are there only two runs because he wiggles off the hook every time he needs to wiggle off the hook and he can do that at 36 he can do that at 38 he can do that at 40 i think that's why i, I like that deal for darvish and the padres uh quite a bit De- definitely have a core going in for at least a couple years can i skip the Artie marina quotes because i really want to save them for tomorrow they're, yeah, they're, they're so hilarious that uh, I, I just really, really want to save them. I'll give you a little preview. <laughs> Artie Moreno, with a straight face, told people that he thinks the Angels have as good of a chance to sign Otani as anybody else. That's hilarious. Okay, let me ask you. <laughs> let me ask you a question, and you could do it more tomorrow. Angels make the playoffs, uh-huh. and they're really competitive. Mm-hmm. I'm just pipe dream here. They, they and they had some off season. They made some off season moves. They make the playoffs. Um, they lose in what was it? You got the wild card, and then it's the it's the first round. First round. You lose in the first round. He's out. Right. Okay. Okay. As in Otani's gone. Yeah. There's. Is there a scenario that plays out that Otani considers staying with the Angels? I don't think so. I, I, I honestly think the Angels could win the World Series and he leaves. I really do. I, I don't think he's seen your act up close for mm-hmm. six years. I, I, I know who you are. I know how you operate. I know that you're impulsive. I know that you... And they're like, not going to win the World Series. So they're they're no not going to win the World Series. So, yep. you, you sold you know six months ago, you're going to sell the team. Now you're not selling the team. I, I am very familiar with how you roll, Mr. Moreno. So I'm just going to... I'm going to go pitch for the Yankees. I'm going to go pitch for the Dodgers or the Braves or the Astros. Or, I'm going to go do that. Fair. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to play in this league, but you do not have the same chance as everybody. Look, that was just enough for you to make fun of him without taking away your opportunity to talk about him tomorrow. It's I, I didn't know he had it in him. That's funny. I, I mean, I don't know if being funny is the number one thing I need from my owner, but that is pretty damn funny along the way. This is great. Ronnie Rivers, who really didn't play much for the Rams last year, but was on the Rams. The, yeah. the Rams had a weird running back season. They tried him for a minute. He hit a jackpot in Vegas over the weekend at Damn. Caesar's Palace. He made over a half a million dollars. He made he hit a $514,837,000 jackpot playing three-card poker. He hit the mega progressive jackpot at Caesar's Palace. He made as his salary for the Rams last year a yeah. little over 700 grand. So he nearly doubled his income in three-card poker. That's terrific. Do you take a year off? Not if you're Ronnie Rivers. <laughs> if if you're if you're Cam Akers, baby. Yeah. He's hey, I'm just gonna go enjoy this. Ronnie Rivers needs to put that money in an IRA. He needs to put that money somewhere that's going okay. to serve him better down the road. That jackpot, the what was it, the one point something billion. Oh, the Powerball? The, the Powerball. Yeah. The do or somebody won from Altadino. Oh, that's right. right. Did we ever was that ever 
Did we ever find out who it was? No, I don't think we ever way, did, right? I, I would never tell. I, I would never you'd tell. You'd know because you'd never hear Somebody from me was again. telling me that it's made public at some point. That's, oh, really? I, I don't know. Is that true? Well, you probably have to because they could say, oh, a guy from Altadena won. He never came to claim the prize. Mm. Or, you know, we gave it to him. Who is it? Oh, oh I'm with you. I you. want no one to know if I want it. You got to disclose or else somebody would think that I would even come to, into work for a month and then I would. I'd undercover it. <laughs> you'd, slip, you'd get a, like, you know, my knee's bothering me. I got to work from home from now on. My back. <laughs> Whatever it might be. Time for Super Crosstalk. All right, Mason and Ireland coming up in just a little bit. Mace is off today. AK is in. John is here. And, fellas, that was a busy few hours leading up to the deadline. It seemed like I'm, half the league got traded. Andy, you may know, because you did um, the Locked on Lake, you do the Lock on Lakers podcast, and for, before that, you did the blog with Brian at the Times. I've done every incarnation of covering is, the Lakers there right. is. Okay, so, so have I, and so has Slee. Can you guys think of a busier trade deadline? Five new guys coming in at the trade deadline? I can't, but how there about, probably has been, but I how can't. About just busy trade deadline yep. period? Like, I'm old enough to remember. 96 hours ago when everyone was saying it's probably going to be a dead thing. yep <laughs> and and the opposite has happened and oh not my. not just the lakers but the whole league like right. the, the lakers mm-hmm. were Which super I active the league the clippers like clippers were very active was making a deal whether it was a middle-sized deal or a smaller deal i don't i don't know if other than the sacramento kings did they do anything no the kings seem to be the one team that kind of taylor sat is out. shaking his head in disgust <laughs> well taylor says i'm happy about it yeah taylor's yeah. like hey when you're a team in third in the west you don't have to do finally anything. got a good thing don't mess it up <laughs> at some point i feel like a few of these teams they're just making moves because if you don't you're like a dork left out well, of it except andy i said this yesterday if i was a gm in the league for years and this has been true charles barkley said it for years the number one priority of every GM historically is don't get fired. You know, they, they, they do that job defensively. Sure. They're worried about making a bad trade. They're worried about trading Delino to Shields for Pedro Martinez <laughs> and that that'll be the end of their career. But I would argue the opposite. I would argue that if you're a GM and your team stinks, and, what, and let's qualify what stinks means. You're out of the playoff picture and you're below 500. Sound like anybody we know? <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, you have to do something. You can't just sit there unless you're tanking for Wimbayama or something. Mm-hmm. But you got to get in there, Andy. I think that it's part of your job to try and make the team better. And if you don't do it, give it to somebody well, else. No, but you, your job is to do it smartly. Right. Like making moves for the sake of performative making moves is actually how you eventually get fired one way or the other. Yeah, but that would be me. And I would I would be I would be, I don't think you'd be long for this ride, John Frank. Yeah. No, but I would be a GM who would I want to be fired for acts of commission, sure. not acts look, of look, omission. Here's the thing. You know? In Palinka's case, we were just talking about Rob Palinka. He has a four year deal. Right. So he doesn't actually have the pressure to make performative moves for the sake of performative moves, as much as I think he'd is like that true? To, yeah, I, I know the the terms you're talking about are true, but the the term of his contract is not the same thing as LeBron James's patience and Whatever. how long I, LeBron James will be an is, impactful player. All I'm saying is, as much as I know Rob Palinka would like to stay general manager, you know, president of basketball ops of this team for the next decade. He is as secure as you can be in a job that has For no that real role. security yeah. unless your name is like Masai Ujiri or mm-hmm. like Sam R.C. Presti. Buford, like Sam Presti. Mm-hmm. Most of these guys have no security. Palinka has pretty good security. 
He's got a long-time relationship with the owner of the team. So I feel like he's he's under pressure to make smart moves, but he's not under pressure to make moves to dazzle you into thinking that you're actually doing your job. But I don't think these were moves just to make moves. No, I think that they're, was a good day. they're better today than they were yesterday. And Today was a great day. I think. Great? Yes, great. Great. What, what, why, why do you say great? Because I hope you're right, by the way. Because I think they are better now yes. than they were 48 hours ago. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're good enough to get themselves into the play-in mix, maybe the playoff mix. We'll see. Like, they're... There is a lot of ground to make up for and not a ton of time to do it. Mm-hmm. But they did the thing, at least potentially, that I've been calling for them to do for like a month, which is start building next year's team now. Start giving yourself actual options for next year mm-hmm. where you can get a look at better supporting pieces that either you can keep or they are better as trade options. Because they're under contract. Yeah. Sure. Or you can re-sign them. You can sign and trade them. Mm-hmm. You you have potential continuity for next year as opposed to just reshuffling the deck with a bunch of veterans minimum guys that if they play well, you know they're gone. And if they don't play well, they're not helping you. They For the first time in... A couple maybe, years now. Well, I was yeah. going to say maybe the first time in Rob Palinka's entire tenure in this position... I feel like they are actually team building mm. as opposed to just waiting for stars to fall into their lap. John, you said you love it too. Do you like it for those same reasons? I I like it because what we've been watching over the past week is not working. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really more than over the past was, week. It's yeah. you know it's the 55-game sample size. It, it didn't work. And one of the hardest things to admit if you're a, a GM, not I'm not just talking about Rob, but any GM in any sport – is this thing I built that I had confidence in that was going to be really good is not working. Hmm. I've got to cut bait. Because a lot of guys will marry themselves to a certain, like marry themselves to Westbrook and say, you know what, I'll sink or swim, I'll trust them, blah, blah, blah. You can't. When, when it's not working, you got to look at it. I The best example of this in, in Los Angeles sports history is Jared Goff. Yeah. Um, Jared Goff, they, they moved heaven and earth to get. Paid him. Paid him $100 million right. <laughs> and then had the guts to say, you know what? He's not it. It didn't work. Yeah. It's, or, he, I, we think we need a different guy to win the Super Bowl. And they they paid to get out of it. Yes, they did. Yeah. A premium. Yeah. A premium. And, and they cashed in. A lot of teams in. don't do it. I, yeah. You're right. And it worked. And there's a, and what is it? Banners fly forever, right? And all of those. And they, yeah. they did it. Let's say Jaquaski Tart doesn't drop that interception. I know. Let's say that Aaron yeah. Donald doesn't get to Joe Burrow and that they win that game. And now the Rams have the season they just had on the heels of just missing. Mm. And now you've got an aging quarterback who is injury riddled and all of these other things. But you just missed it. But now that desert that lays out in front of you is right. all yeah. even but, longer. But fortune favors the bold. That's I true. mean, if teams that are willing to go for it are <laughs> oftentimes <crypto>. rewarded. <laughs> You know, and so unless it's who, unless it's cryptocurrency, yeah, and then then you're in trouble. 
Although Mason it says, I'm buying more. Back, okay, you, back. You, you have at it, man. I, Go yeah. for it. Sit Mason down and have him explain he, he to you how cryptocurrency it. works. Sit, sit he can't, but he, he just says, I, 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 uh, I'm yeah. smarter than everyone else. I'm going to no, he, sell he my crypto of, at the top of the market. He a bunch of millennials and Gen Ayers buying yeah. this stuff. Is that the new one, the Gen A? I think that's what they're called. We've, Gen, we've gone back to the top? I think they are. They're Gen <laughs> Went from Gen Z to Gen A overnight. Well, we're Gen X. You're just, are you Gen X? I'm, I'm a baby I'm, boomer. I'm J-Mac. I'm Gen X. I'm, we You're are X. Like firmly Gen X. Yes. We're in the dead middle of it. Yes, indeed. The last generation that knows how to be bored. Slee, how old are you? <laughs> 40. He's tagging on to Gen Z. He's, He's right in between Gen Z and Gen X. Yeah, you're you're more Z than X. I want to go back to something you said about uh, the Russell Westbrook thing. Yeah. It wasn't working. Obviously, it never really worked. It never really fit in, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Dave McMenamin had this to say on TV today about Russ moving on. And as one source told me, you remove a vampire from the locker room. Uh, that meaning a vampire sucks the, lo- the blood out of the locker room. Uh, Russell Westbrook moves on. Okay, so put the vampire thing aside for half a second. Yeah. But he obviously is headed to Utah. They're likely to buy him out. Okay. And, and what's Russell Westbrook's future in this league moving forward? If, if that's the perception of what he brings to your team, his play is deteriorating. He doesn't seem to be wildly popular in locker rooms where he goes. We'll see how expensive or not he is moving forward. But is there a scenario, of a, a, a puzzle that exists where we saw Russell Westbrook play his last game on Tuesday night? Yeah, but I think it's unlikely, Andy, don't you think? I mean, it's somebody. he only takes one, and there are 30 of them. And who needs what he does? Like, that's where I keep leaning. Like, who needs? We're trying what to he think of which team in the league would say, "Hey, you they're don't want in a this young position. They're in this spot. A good team doesn't want him." So um, where does that? Right. Where does that? Let me you? let me give you a potential landing spot for Russ. Look at Portland. All right, Portland has two great starting guards, Damian Lillard and Anthony Simons. Yep, they play a lot of minutes. When they go to the bench, it's not great. Um, Scott Brooks is the lead assistant in Portland. Absolutely swears by Russ. I emcee his golf tournament every year. Mm. And one year I was playing with him. With Russ or Brooks? With Scott. Okay. And I said, Scott's a great guy. And, you know, really positive, upbeat. You can tell why he's a coach. He's You know, coaches guys up, gives them confidence. And I said, you know... Scott, Russ has been one of my favorite players in the league because I love how hard he plays. Um, I just think he wants it more than everybody else. He's just, you know, you get your money's worth if you pay that guy. I just can't understand why he's just such a jerk off the court. And Brooks stops. We're walking. And he stops and he said, you've never been more wrong about anything. And I went, what? He goes, he's the best. I said, best at what? He goes, he's the best. He'll, he'll, he's the type of guy that if he comes in and he hears a rookie has a car that won't start, he throws him his car keys and says, here, take mine and just give it back to me You know, when you get a new one. And then he'll call an Uber to take himself home. He's the type of guy where if he sees a young guy that's running around and he's not dressed like the other guys, he'll go, come with me. I'm going to go buy you a suit. He will literally, if, if you're his size, he'll give you a suit. He's like, according to Scott, he is like a dream teammate. And I said, so why is he so obstinate and so standoffish with the media? And he said, doesn't trust you guys. Thinks you guys are out to get him. 
doesn't think you understand him, doesn't think you understand what's important to him. Look, he may be right, he may be wrong. None of that is actually relevant to the question of whether or not he can help your well, team. Right, right. Or but well, here's what I'm saying. Your culture. That's the type of scenario where scenario he could, where he would land, where somebody where yeah, Brooks is somebody vouches for him. Or yeah, uh, yeah. you know, there's a guy in in uh, Detroit, an assistant in Detroit named Rex Kalamian, mm-hmm. who used to work out with Russ every day in Oklahoma City. Rex has been all over the league. He's oh, been yeah. in Toronto. He's been with the Clippers. That's when I met him when I used to do games for the Clippers twenty years ago, and I've stayed friends with him. Rex won't say a bad thing about Russ. So he's the re, the way I'm trying to answer your question, Trav, is is there a scenario where we never see him play again? Sure. Is it likely? I don't think so because of the respect he commands inside coaching circles. Now, sure. having said that, you talked to anybody off of Frank Vogel staff last year, he'll tell you Russ killed him. Hmm. Probably had more to do with Frank getting fired than anybody. Hmm. You talk to people on Darvin. Darvin said, Russ played hard for me. That's all I ever asked him to do. But you get to the assistants and you talk to him on the staff and they say, we told we tell him to do one thing. He just goes out and tries to win the game by himself. So I think he's got to dial I, back, Andy, or he's probably going to run into I the same problem again. I think there is a chance he could get, you know, picked up as a buyout guy, you know, because it's a low-cost flyer. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work, you just cut him. The really interesting question is off-season? this off yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because I think every team that pitches him or that he tries to pitch, however you want to put it, they're going to say it's a bench roll, take it or leave it mm-hmm. from the beginning. Like you have to lay those terms from the beginning. Well, I think he accepted the bench roll here. Guys. But he didn't like it, though. He but, accepted it. He accepted but it, but he didn't then he would like go it. In, but then he would go in the game. And he would try and win the game by himself, which which is weird. You don't want to discourage a guy of playing hard, not. but you've got to tell him on this team you don't need to put your head down. It hurts him. Dribble as fast as yeah. you can to the rim and throw it into the backboard. Yeah, we have LeBron and AD <laughs> yeah. on this team. It's it's a catch twenty two. That what makes him him is this unrelenting belief that I can win the game. Right. And that's what makes great players. By the way, Andy, you'll appreciate that. That's why Kobe said he's the one guy I I associate with me more than anybody. Because Kobe was the same way. You could tell Kobe, hey, Kobe, you're 28 points down. There's four minutes to go. We're pulling you out. And Kobe would go, no, no, I'm winning this. But but those guys that have that singular belief, the best chance we have is for me to do what I do. Right. And And he believes that with all his heart. A hundred percent. Yeah. For a very long time, he was right. He's wrong now. Mm-hmm. And and to throw that switch to, oh, I'm going to stop doing that, I don't think guys like Kobe, like Russell Westbrook, guys that are wired like that can ever accept what you well, just said. Hey, I need you to be option well, okay. four. I, I, along I those do that. Along those lines, I remember about a decade ago when Lamar Odom was made sixth man of the team. And, you know, he eventually embraced it because Lamar's just a team first guy. and He, yeah, he didn't like it. He did not like it in the beginning at all. He said, and I quote, Phil Jackson must have lost his rabbit mind. Like, he was mad about this in the beginning. And Kobe came out to talk to us after Lamar had talked to us, and Kobe had said that he actually thought that Lamar would really flourish in this role. He's like, he gets to run his own unit, you know, he gets to change tempo. We know he's going to close games because he's one of our best players. I think this is going to be great for him. And I asked Kobe, and I, I worded this incredibly specifically and carefully. I said, could you ever picture yourself in that type of role at the end of your career 
And he looks at me and goes, that's the dumbest question you've ever asked me. And and doesn't mean he was blowing smoke up Lamar's butt. <laughs> no. With what he's saying, he's like, that's a great role for Lamar. Yeah, right. not, I'm not, not doing not it. Cool. <laughs> He'd I, rather walk than uh, do that. So would Russell Westbrook. So I, I know we're, we're getting to the end here, but I'm just asking everything that, that just went down. You get one team. I know this this answer used to be different. I yeah. want to know how different it is yeah. now. One team in the West. Who are you taking? Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix. <laughs> wow. And I was I, – I, Alan, have been a I, Golden I know. State slash Clippers guy all year. Mm-hmm. Make a case for somebody else with nah. KD there. The only case wow. I would make maybe for Denver is he – they have a player that is so uniquely hard to deal with that very few players around the – teams around the league have somebody that can match up specifically with Jokic. Mm-hmm. Like there is no – there's no guarding Nikola Jokic. No, no, there is. KD, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre. Ayton, that's four Damn, really sure. good players. If DeAndre Ayton is the fourth best player on your team, you're in really good shape. No question mm-hmm. about and it. And by the way, when he's healthy, TJ Warren's good. Mm-hmm. Super Crosstalk is powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason in Ireland coming up next.